Hello, and thank you for pushing play. I'm so glad you're here. This is Kick the Couch, and I'm your host, Angie Martinez. On this podcast, we're going to be talking about all things non-traditional when it comes to therapy, mental health, and self-development. Gone are the days when therapy looked like laying on a couch for years on end and feeling like you were getting nowhere. It's time to take an interactive and collaborative approach to therapy and self-healing. Tune in for provocative conversations around topics that are sometimes taboo, unconventional, and compelling. You know, the stuff you really want to hear that not enough people are talking about. Let's go. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Kick the Couch. I'm your host, Angie Martinez, and I am genuinely so glad that you are here. Thank you for pushing play and tuning in. Um, I I want to just kind of jump right into this episode. Um, today's episode is all about navigating breakups, the five stages of grief that we go through during breakups, and trying to recognize if it actually is heartbreak or if it is our ego um, who is in the driver's seat during this time. So I just want to say that um, this really, my heart was led to do an episode on this um, just because of some near and dear friends who are going through this at the moment. And I thought, you know what, what, what better place to um, get this content out there for other people who might be experiencing this too. And, um, you know, obviously, of course, admittedly, I have, you know, gone through this, I'm sure most of us have, I won't say all of us have, but uh, whether we are the ones who are being broken up with, or we're the ones doing the breaking up, um, I really believe in some way, all of us have experienced this. And so, um, I just wanted to call attention (laughs) to the fact that it is a grieving process. You know, when you, whether it is, um, you know, a a relationship, whether it's a boyfriend or girlfriend, a spouse, um, long-term relationship, you know, short relationship, um, it is a process of grief that we go through. And I, I, I feel like, um, especially when we're in the midst of it, we don't think about it as a grieving process. And that's especially because the first stage is denial. Um, so, I mean, that really, I think kind of gets in the way for us to think of this as a process. Um, but you know, nevertheless, that's exactly what's going on. So um, if you've ever experienced this, you know, it could be a gut-wrenching, heart-wrenching time, Um, you know, periods of not wanting to sleep, not wanting to eat, feeling this pit, you know, in your stomach, Um, this angst that just is ache that is just there continually and just won't go away. Um, it's very, very painful. And more than anything, I just want to, I guess, normalize 
um, normalize this this process, you know, and I think, at least for me anyway, I know experiencing going through a breakup, I, there's a lot of, um, I feel like there's a lot of shame or there's a lot of embarrassment, right? Because there's the rejection piece, which is at the core of the hurt that we're feeling. So, um, you know, I feel like a lot of times people, when they're going through this, afraid to reach out or afraid to speak on it um, just because maybe they're embarrassed or the shame that they're carrying around because, um, you know, this other person perceivedly, you know, it's because this other person didn't want me because something's wrong with me. I mean, those are all the things that we think when we're going through, you know, especially when they're, we're on the wrong end of the breakup. So, I really want to make this episode um, pretty short, trying to keep it under a half an hour. I know I said that last time, but (laughs) I am really going to, that's going to be my goal for this, this one, Um, just because I want for, I know when I'm listening to podcasts and it's longer than a half an hour, I really love, I love those podcasts. Don't get me wrong, but um, it takes time to get for me to get through them usually because I'm listening to them on my drive so on and so forth. So this is something that I just want to get out to you all, um, make an impact and leave some, you know, helpful content, um, for you guys to absorb and do with what you need to do at this moment. So I'm just going to kind of get right into it. Um, when we're talking about a breakup, the stages of grief, and, you know, maybe some of you have heard about the stages of grief, um, and there are five of them, which is denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Um, but rarely, I feel like rarely do we think of this when we're going through, you know, the loss of a breakup or the loss of a relationship. A lot of times it's easier for us to conceptualize this when we're thinking about the loss of a loved one. Um, but it certainly is super applicable here. Um, you know, the first, the first stage and this, and by the way, this is actually one of the things that, um, a lot of people initially come to therapy for is a breakup, right? I mean, people don't usually come to therapy and say, you know, I'm, I'm just super depressed. I'm, you know, I can't eat, I can't sleep, I can't function. Um, it usually gets verbalized as, you know, I'm, I'm trying to navigate this breakup and, you know, I'm just feeling out of sorts and I I don't know what to do. So this is actually super common and it can cause, um, lots of distressing emotions and things that to be experienced during the time. So I, I really just hope that if you are someone who is experiencing this right now, I want you to know that you're not alone and there's no embarrassment or there's no shame about it. Um, and it's actually something that you can get through and you will get through, but there's, it's a process. It is very much a process and there are things that you have to go through in order to get to the other side. Um, so I I know I'm going to talk about ego. This is kind of piggybacking off of my last episode and I'm 
going to talk about ego. I'm, I'm going to try to interweave this when I go through the stages because what I really um, find is useful for people that I'm working with and useful for myself when I was actually experiencing this was and is to determine what part of the ego is um, or I guess differentiating what you're actually experiencing from what your ego is trying to protect you from. Um, so when we look at the first stage of grief and with regard to a breakup, and we're thinking about denial and it is our brain's automatic response to any unwanted news. Um, it gives our heart time to adjust to this new situation and you know in this phase you might think that your significant other is coming back or they're going to change their mind you know this can't be true it just can't be happening um everyone spends different amounts of time in the denial phase and it's really important to reach out for support during this time you know and when you are in the denial stage you are you're not thinking there's no clarity, right? So you're still in the part of this isn't true, right? So when we are fighting something that is true, you know, that is going, that naturally is going to create this um, suffering state. Um, this is a time where you know, your ego is probably um, in this really kind of a desperate energy, I guess you could say. Um, you're searching for ways to disprove this thing or this news. Um, you are probably um, looking for ways that, you know, what did I do? What what could I do to make this different? What did I do? Where did I go wrong? What did I not do? Um, how could I change this person's mind and hence change the situation? Um, ego, I think right in this stage, ego's coming to the surface or ego is in the driver's seat by um, trying to sort of mask the reality of what is. Right. And that, of course, if you listen to the last episode, we know that ego is just trying to protect us. And what better way to protect us than to um, deny that something is happening or that something exists? Um, the next stage that we would go through during a breakup would be anger. <laughs> um, and it's normal to be angry at your former partner. You might resent them for causing you pain uh, or for breaking up your family. It's really important, and I can't stress this enough, it's really important in this phase not to make any rash decisions that you might regret later. You know, you should really wait until you're less emotional, allow yourself to work through that anger. Um, you know, this is the time where ego is going to be lashing out, right? So this is the phase where you might have some self-destructive behavior. 
you might want to um, cause the other person to feel what you're feeling, right? So, you know, you might do things that are out of character for you, or you might want to. And let me tell you, when you do those things, it only makes you feel worse about the situation and worse about yourself. So this is, I think, a really strong ego um, forward stage when you're angry. You know, you ha- you hear the term seeing red when you're angry. That's because when we're angry, um, there's no clarity. You know, our think about in very primitive terms, when we're angry, um, it usually would be gets our nervous system, you know, kickstarted and we're either going to fight or we're going to flee, right? But um, obviously we don't need to act so primitively (laughs) in this day and age. And just knowing that during this stage, ego is super present um, could be a way for you to, um, I guess, really exercise um, better judgment in this stage, you know, and really checking in with yourself and asking, you know, am I acting out of ego or is this something that I'm doing, um, acting out of my highest self, right? This could, I see a lot of times um, when there are children involved in the stage, anger can show up as trying to um, withhold visitation of children or um, withhold rights to other things like property or pets even. Um, so, and that's all just coming from, you know, ego wanting to control the situation and ego wanting revenge and ego just wanting to, um, have some equality, right? And so, Again, in this stage, it's super normal for you to be angry, um, but this is not the time for you really to be making any important or rash decisions, um, you know, whether or not you decide if, you, if you're in a marriage and whether or not you decide this is to eventually file for separation or divorce, this probably wouldn't be the stage that <laughs> you want to initiate that right? Because you still don't have any clarity, right? You're, you're, you've gone through denial and after denial comes not acceptance, but rather this anger, right? So um, it's really important for this stage for you to be able to find outlets for that anger. Again, you can therapy, you can exercise, you can do a lot of healthy things, but it is a stage for you to be very aware of not picking up bad habits or, um, you know, acting in ways that, that are not inherent to who you truly are, right? That are not congruent with your identity, your morals, your values. So just really being aware of that. Um, will help you navigate through that anger phase. The next phase um, or the next stage in this 
grief process is bargaining. And in this phase, you will try to restore your relationship or um, I, a lot of times what I see is people trying to um, preserve it and like in the guise of being a friendship, <laughs> um, which can be really disastrous. So, you know, and that's for obvious reasons. I mean, this relationship or proximity or friendship, it just reminds those who are in pain um, of more pain, right? So those romantic qualities do not disappear immediately, right? So when you're coming off fresh off of a breakup with somebody and you're trying to be friends with them, those romantic qualities are still there. So it's really impossible for you to truly just be a friend to this person. And it's only going to prolong your healing process. So definitely don't recommend that. Um, it's only going to keep your heartache fresh. So I want to, this is also really a stage that the ego is very forward. And what I mean by that is when we're in this bargaining stage, um, we are super in this desperate energy of bargaining. And it could be bargaining, begging, pleading, um, trying to quote unquote make it work, or, you know, maybe you're bar compromising is a good word. You're compromising on things that in your core, you know, um, are just too big of a compromise for you. Right. And so we know that we, when we're in a very desperate energy, that is ego. You know, think about when you were a young child and maybe you lost sight of your caregiver or, um, Maybe you, you know, I think every kid fights bedtime, you know, they don't want to go to bed or they don't want to leave the park when it's time to go. Um, that desperate energy is very much what is going on here in the bargaining phase of after a breakup. You're, it's really like this very scared um child who is just trying to gain control and it's kicking it's a very kicking pleading yelling screaming crying um you know begging for 10 more minutes kind of energy and that is the ego trying to keep you obviously um, from experiencing that abandonment, from experiencing that rejection, from being alone. Um, and I think it's really important at this stage to consider, you know, what are, what are the reasons that, what am I so afraid of? You know, what am I so afraid of? Of if it is being alone, what scares me the most about that? If it is begging, pleading, and bargaining because, um, you know, this person is leaving me or this person doesn't want me anymore, this person doesn't 
want to be in this relationship anymore. Um, you know, just taking a look at what that really says to you about you, right? So for example, if we're, if I'm, you know, begging or pleading, right, coming from this des desperate energy of I'm not good enough, right? This person didn't, isn't choosing me. This person is choosing someone else. Um, taking a real, I guess, look inward and seeing how you can address that need within yourself, right? Because this other person has already told you that they're not going to, they're not going to meet that need for you. They're not meeting that need for you. And so one thing I think that's really important. One thing that I've learned life lesson <laughs> is that when somebody tells you that they feel a certain way, you know, or that they think a certain way or that, you know, they want a certain thing, you have to believe them. You know, when they make the decision, you have to believe them. You know, you, we only have what is right before us. We don't have, um, you know, what used to be, and we certainly don't have what we hope this person will be in the future. All we have is the person as we know this person right before us right now. And so understanding that that's all you have to go on will really help you to sort of look inward and regulate your own nervous system, right? Because when we're in this desperate energy, our, our nervous system is totally dysregulated, but looking inward to regulate our own nervous system by understanding that we can't bank on what we hope this person will be in the future, change their mind in the future, um, what they were in the past, but what they're telling us, they are right here and right now, what they're showing you, what they're telling you. Believe them. Um, so that's all I'm going to say about the bargaining phase because we have two more phases to go. And again, I'm trying to keep this under 30 minutes. But one thing I didn't say that I, I will re um, call out now is that these stages aren't always linear. You know, you just, and actually they rarely, they rarely are. So you can go from one stage to the third stage and then back to the first one, or you can go one, two, three, four, five, and then go back one, two, three, four, five, or you can vacillate between, you know, two and three. Um, so if you're listening to this and you're like, well, I can identify with that, but then after that I felt this. So just as long as you're identifying with these parts or these phases or stages in some regard, it's quite natural for you to go in and out of these stages in any order that happens. Um, so the next stage of grief after a breakup would be depression. And it's normal. It's normal to be sad. You know, at this point in, in your grieving, you've come to terms with the fact that the situation is not going to change. And it's, this is a time for reflection. You know, you might want to be alone. Um, and just 
really realizing that the kindness of others is not intended to upset you. So if people are trying to console you or trying to tell you to, you know, hang in there, be strong. This is really a time for you to rely on your, your support system to keep you distracted from your grief. Um, and again, this is also a phase where you really want to resist the temptation to turn to drugs, alcohol, or food um, to fill that void. So really just being cognizant and mindful of you know, how you're choosing to cope with these temporary feelings, right? And here, um, I think the ego is, is, this is a, probably a stage that the ego is sort of, if you can think about it in sort of a retreat sort of stage or phase, right? So it's retreating within, reflecting within, and knowing that the sadness in when you're grieving anything is normal. The last part of this um, stage of grief with regard to your relationship or, or grieving your relationship is acceptance. And it's natural to harbor a place in your heart for, um, for people who you, you've shared your life with, right? Very special relationships make you who you are. Um, but in the final stage of grief after a breakup, you will begin to piece together what happened and accept the breakup and acknowledge the part, maybe even that you played in it, right? And so, yeah, maybe you're not the one that did the breaking up, but just using this as an opportunity to learn from any mistakes maybe that you did make in the past and then carry those lessons into the future, this is really the healthiest way to fully accept a breakup and grow as an individual. So. Also, just knowing that the pain may not be gone, but it will not always be this intense, you know? And so acceptance is really, um, I think, a part where the healed ego or the higher, your highest self is coming into the forefront, right? And this is the acceptance of what you have right before you not what you're reminiscing about and not what you hope this person will grow to be or change to be or the situation will grow to be or change to be, but rather um, what you have right before you, right in your hand at this very moment. So I... I really, <laughs> I wanted to make this really short and I'm probably at about 26 minutes. I hope that, you know, this offered, I don't know who needed to hear this, but I hope that this offered some sort of clarity for anybody who might be experiencing a breakup at this time. Just knowing that there's stages that you are going to have to go through, that you're going to have to navigate in order to um, go through a loss, right? There's, it doesn't, it's, it's not just a one, two, and you're done. You know, there's a lot of stages that have to be navigated things that have to be, you know, conflicts that have to be mastered at every single stage that you're navigating in this process. But just knowing that, you know, when 
another person has made a choice, the only thing for you to do is honor that choice. The only thing for you to do is in turn, make a choice for yourself. You know, the best possible choice that you can make for yourself. Um, And really focus on getting clarity, really focusing on, you know, stabilizing, grounding, regulating, you know, your yourself, your nervous system, your brain, your, your mind, body and spirit, everything. You know, I I was just talking to somebody earlier today and um, this person was so confused about whether they should try to make the relationship work or not. And my advice was you're, you need right now, you don't even, you know, you think that you want to make it work, but you're so, you're not, you know, you, there's so many betrayals here that you haven't really even allowed yourself to process what that does for you. And so give yourself some time to get, get some clarity and then make that decision. Anyways, I hope that this, uh, this helps someone who's listening and I will catch you on the next episode. Um, but make sure to drop me a voice note if you have something that you would like to hear on any future episodes. And with that, I hope you all have a great day or a great night or whatever it is. Take care and I'll see you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in and pushing play. I really hope that you found this episode worth your while. I'm so honored that you chose to spend that time with me. If you liked what you heard, please make sure that you rate the episode, download, subscribe, follow the podcast. I am also taking voice clips and featuring those voice clips in the podcast episode to answer some of your juiciest questions. So please feel free to use the links in the show notes to drop me a voice message. I would love to hear from you in that kind of interactive way. Bye for now. I'll see you in the next episode.